This episode is brought to you by Plantronics Gaming. everyone today is thursday the 25th of february 2016 this is the gap episode 310 i'm luke laurie job guru is here hi are you like on a tin can or something that was a bit of a delayed reaction there um yeah i am actually i'm pretty slow actually <laughs> just in general 48 um, plus 52 uh that that would be um that's too slow 100 <laughs> it's too slow no no you interrupted while i was trying to answer doesn't matter I, I think it does. Uh, yeah, I was I was all, all over it. You know, I hadn't engaged my calculator brain. I was too busy trying to answer you when you're saying Joe Gilroy's here. I was I'd had I had calculator brain on, and then you were like Joe Gilroy's here. I'm like, oh, I've got to have speaking brain on. So yeah, yeah. A, you don't have a task manager in there. No, um, I've only got eight k of memory. Uh, you're like so. the original iPhone. You could only do one thing at a time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Um, anything exciting happening this week? Nothing we can talk about, Luke. Why would you bring it up? <laughs> I wasn't bringing that up in particular. <laughs> Why? What are you talking about? Nothing. Am I? I'm talking about nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, but you'll know about it next week. Will you? Uh, yeah. Know about what? It. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time oh they're remaking it that's what I heard right ridiculous Stupid. unless it's got Curry Tim Curry as the as the clown again I don't think that's happening it should it's, that'd be amazing it's definitely not happening he'd be even creepier wouldn't he uh maybe yeah yeah I think he would be <laughs> yep yep <laughs> anyway, anyway should we um just go straight into it we're recording late tonight so yep Maybe we should just fire, fire straight in. Let's go. Got some stuff. Let's jump in. Do it. Uh, cookie clicker. Cookie where are you at? Hey, did you stop? No. Okay, I gave up this morning. Uh, I have 22 million prestige. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, currently, if I ascended right now, I'd get another 200k. Obviously, I will not be ascending right now. Uh, what did you finish on? My prestige level was close to that. It was probably 18 million something. Yep. Um, yeah. How, how many achievements did you unlock? Um, maybe 80, high 80%, I think. I'm on 97%. Yeah. I, I didn't look at those for a couple of days, but the last time I looked, it was like 83 or something. And I got a couple more the other day, so I figured probably a bit, bit more. Yeah. Um, it's just all like production cookies, right? Like how many did you... I'm, like yeah, or something? I need 300 antimatter condensers and 300 prisms to finish the building ones off. And then I need probably 100 decillion uh, cookies baked. Yeah. Probably a, uh, one undecillion cookies baked and that would wrap those ones up and then there are some weird ones i have no idea about 
I think yeah. I send like a hundred times, which is suck. Did you go do the weird ones where you have to click on things on certain screens and that sort of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Got all them done. Uh, at this point, yeah, it's pretty much just like uh, there's there's just a seri- like series of things that you have to do uh, each time you reset. Once they're done, and it takes about, I don't know, five minutes. Not even. You don't look at it anymore. Well, no, there is a little bit of paying attention because uh, eggs... Yeah. It takes some time for Easter season to unlock all your eggs. I guess so, yeah. And you've got to have all 20 eggs or you're not getting as much production as you could be. Um, so then once you once you got your eggs, uh, you switch to grandma apocalypse mode and get all your Halloween cookies and then you switch off that, uh, get all your Valentine cookies, get all your Christmas cookies. Yep. Uh, and then you switch to business mode and just walk away. Yep. I, I'm i done with it. <laughs> the script ruined it for me, Job. Oh, no. I don't have to oh. do anything. I just leave it and it fucking does it itself. I just closed it right there and then yeah. done. I'm done with it as well. Yeah. I mean, there's not there's not enough endgame for people that are cheating. For people, That's true. <laughs> that's true. They should really think about that. should really give that some thought. Because if you're playing it properly, you're doing it wrong. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you were playing it properly, that would take you, like, years. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, It's good fun. It was. Until you figure uh, out you can cheat it. Totally. Which I think is your fault. No, that's your fault. Maintain is your fault. No, it's not. Yeah. You're the one who brought up scripts. I was just using a fucking auto clicker. (laughs) That's the same thing. No, it's a completely different, like, degree of cheating. Like... We're talking about the difference between putting some fucking blue tack on the center of your screen and downloading a fucking aimbot. Like, you'd be like, oh, how are you so good at that, Job? Do you have an aimbot? And I'd be like, what's an aimbot? I've just got some blue tack on the center of my screen. And then I go look up an aimbot and I'm like, holy fuck. So obviously, I would never do such a thing. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. So it's your fault. I'm glad we agree. Sure. Okay, yep. let's, let's roll with that. Perfect. Why not? Um, what else is on the list? Rainbow Six Siege is still here, I guess. So it should always be. Are we not uh, going to ban ourselves one one day? We might. This eventually is why John's not here to. anymore. We had to. Yeah. We had to cut him off. We had to ban the <laughs> one game he plays that he's allowed to talk about. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I've, I've been having fun with it again. I guess we played some the other night. Just, yeah, perpetually having fun. We. Roped in a new person into our group, uh, which is, is cool. Uh, Squirrel. Oh, really? Yep. Did, Did you, you not? Were you not playing with him? No. Pretty sure you were playing with him. Maybe I was. Yep. Um, I had some very good games. Hmm. I went seven zero and zero in one round. Uh, we just destroyed these guys. Yeah. It was very good. I think it ended with a. Uh, like me sprinting out of the hostage room with the hostage firing up wildly into the air. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Not, not a lot new to say. There hasn't been any patches, so it's pretty much just, well, they did a matchmaking patch, oh. uh, which we don't really play. No. Um, I don't know why we should play more matchmaking. It's pretty fun. Ranked, um, but we, uh, yeah, ranked matchmaking. They they did that the other day, so you should be getting p- ranked towards people that are more your level, right? Um, rather than having like a couple of 
the lower level players to to make up for skill caps and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But that that basically just means increased time of waiting, but um, hopefully more evenly matched players in the game, right? Which is good. Um, I've not jumped into ranked since they've done that. I don't know what the wait times are like, but I was watching some Twitch stuff the other day and. In the US, they're only waiting about two minutes, two and a half minutes for each game, which seems all right. It's even reasonable. Sure. Yeah. Um, I put some videos up. I've been sort of going through my recorded stuff and had a look and went, oh, I'll put some things up from the other night that we played. Uh, Mm -hmm. And one of them I didn't even realize I did, which was uh, the team wipe where I aced the whole team. I I just thought I did well at the end. I was like, oh, that's all right. (laughs) Turns out I wiped the whole team out. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually a really good video. You, yeah, especially with the laughing in the background. <laughs> yeah, the IT crowd, the laugh track. Yep. You need to get uh, your girlfriend some like wireless headphones um, so, so she can listen and nobody else can hear. Yeah, I think she's got headphones. I don't know. I've got wireless headphones, but sh- I don't know why. I don't know. Who knows? She likes to watch trash TV on the normal channels. Yeah, I can hear it sometimes. Like, no shit. Like, we'll play on a weekend, and it's like... They do, like, a My Kitchen Rules marathon. Yep. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it starts at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning and runs to, like, 6 o'clock at night. And there's never the same people on there. There's always fucking different people. Like, I don't know how many seasons this show there is, but there's a lot. There's too many. Uh, And I get quite upset. Um, Yep. Because it's either that or the fucking Bachelor or some other some other trash. I don't know. Yeah. Garbage. Straight up garbage. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I should try and figure out some sort of headphone scenario for that. But I think she was watching it on Presto or something. Right. I think one of the things that is not on uh, a console. You don't... I'm not... Like, get headphones to plug into your, like, amp or whatever. I've got headphones to plug into my amp, but I'm using them. Oh. That's how my setup... Oh, actually, no, because in CJ, I use my surround, but fuck it. That's too much effort. <laughs> they wouldn't reach. They wouldn't reach. That's a good answer. Um, I said wireless, so... No, that's too much effort. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Siege is good. Siege is good. You should play it. There's still people playing, which is good. Yes. Uh, it doesn't take long to get matches. They've developed a strong community for the game, so... Yeah, they didn't just sort of, oh, yeah, it's going to be good. It'll be fine. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we'll patch it in two months or something. New Battlefield patch came out. Battlefront patch came out. Oh, we're talking about terrible communities. Uh, we'll leave that till the news, won't we? Or well, we won't have anything to talk <laughs> about in the news. It in there. I didn't see that pop up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, what else we got? Hitman Beta. I played this a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, hey. Yeah, forgot to talk about it. Uh, we did. Um, so, totally too late to do it. Although, if you've got PlayStation Plus, you can get in on the open beta uh, for free, which uh, is exactly how an open beta works, um, except usually they're open and not only restricted to um, people on a fucking subscription system. But whatever. Uh, ignoring that, uh, yeah. You can actually get in on the beta, I think, next week. But uh, I got in uh, two weeks ago. So the trick was, right, they were like, oh, if you pre-order, you can get in on the 
PlayStation. Yep. So I pre-ordered on the PlayStation Store from my home. Yep. And then I canceled the pre-order immediately, but I still was in the beta. Yeah. So nailed it. Snailed it. Uh, it's a bit of a pain to cancel pre-orders, but like it takes two minutes. It's, it's more difficult than it is to buy or start like engage a pre-order, but it's still unbelievably simple. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, played the Hitman beta. Uh, it was pretty cool. It all took place on the one sort of map type thing. Uh, so, like a yacht. But it was all set up to be like a training area where you're like learning to be Agent 47 or some shit. And uh, so, yeah, you like allegedly everyone on the yacht is an actor and you're using fake things. But uh, Like Siege. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, everyone's on the same team. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I don't know how that explains, like, what happened to the dude I garroted. Because uh, I'm pretty sure getting choked by a piano wire, you can't, like, you don't really fake that shit. It's a uh, fake piano wire. Ah, of course. It's not right. real. Yeah. And, yeah. It's actually string. Ah. Fair enough. Um, no, it's anyway. really uh, soft string. Like cotton. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it actually, like, cleans your neck. Yeah. It doesn't choke you. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it was pretty cool. I mean, like, large crowds on the boat and multiple levels of security and none of this bullshit where you have to walk, like, from point to point and the assassination occurs in a fucking cutscene like in fucking absolution and uh yeah it was uh it was classic here man it reminded me a lot of blood money which i think is what they were going for which is what they should have been going for the entire fucking time and i think every single time every single game after um blood money they've said they're going they're trying to do blood money mm. uh, but they've just fucked it up i think there's only two one game but anyway um yeah it's uh it's good fun i was uh like just getting right into being the like agent 47 again like it takes them getting used to wrangling the camera to work in a way that isn't fucking super annoying yeah uh but once you do sort of get a handle on the camera again like you yeah you just sort of creep through this yacht and you knock out anyone you need to and make sure you stash them in shit and it's got all the tension that the the previous games had and but yeah. so what's like the beta situation i guess when it comes out it's going to be like episodic content or they're only doing a couple missions per uh couple of months is that how it works uh yeah it seems like that's what they're going to be doing so yeah it'll just be like oh yeah couple of months and then yeah bang new new one um yeah i don't know i don't really know what the beta situation is going to be on be like beyond that though uh sorry the season pass or season. like episodic deal is going to be like beyond that uh the pre-order costs 65 dollars so you better get a f- couple of fucking missions yeah uh right off the bat you know like, full game <laughs> yeah 
uh, I just, yeah, I haven't really been paying attention to it because I know I'm never going to be allowed to, or I'm never going to be sent a copy because, yeah, after Hitman Absolution. Oh, you might. No. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, it allows a lot of creativity, f- like for when you're like attempting to murder people as well. Like, there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. You can poison the dude's drink, fake poison, uh, uh, fake poison. Obviously, you can fake explode the uh, room he's in. Uh, you can grot him, shoot him. Like, you could just sort of uh, work out where he is using your eagle vision or whatever the fuck they call it in Hitman. Yeah. Uh, um, Work out where he is. Wait till he gets somewhere that you can line him up. Shoot him with the sniper rifle and then bust the fuck out. Uh, or shoot him like as he's coming up the stairs from the, the bottom and then jump off the side of the boat. Um, like there's a lot of options and it allows you to sort of make any of them work to your uh, I don't know as as much as you can and that's really cool. I think. Yeah, I don't think I'll get it. <laughs> Unless I need to review it, but uh, yep. yeah, the last game I didn't really play much through. Um, I don't know; I just didn't do much for me. I don't think this one's going to be as good. I just think that the pricing model it'll be. Uh, it might be better. It'll but definitely be better than Absolution. I mean, I could, yeah, I don't know. It didn't have to be. I just don't know about this this model they're going for. Like you're saying, um, you know, a six dollar game. You'd want it to be pretty, like, full. Yeah. You'd want to get a lot out of it. Um, I'm just trying to look into it now to see, like, what it kind of contains, but... It seems like you'll be able... Like, the beta only, like, had one area, and you're able to play it in a dozen different ways. So that's cool, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, where is it? Hitman $15? Is this the right one I'm looking at? I don't know. 2016, March. This is already out. Huh? Oh, no, sorry, 12th of March. I was like, why does it say it's already out? Um, okay, so you can pre-purchase the Hitman intro pack for $15 US. Yep. And that gets you the prologue and Paris episode. Right. Uh, you get full access to contracts and escalation and elusive targets, plus all other live content. Or you can buy the uh, Hitman full experience, which is 60 USD, and that gives you all locations, all live contact con- content and contracts. Um, oh, so that's sort of like buying the full season, but it's not all going to be out at once. Yeah. Right. Okay. I guess that's what they're going to do, right? They're going to... I guess. All six ep- six episodes, including five locations, by pre-purchasing the upgrade pack, which starts in April. So it looks like they're probably going to do it like once a month type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not bad, I guess. Um, yeah. It, like as long as, as long as they're consistent and they're not just like hey we're gonna do it in april and then maybe in july and then maybe in october um you know i think once a month is decent for maybe i don't know two or two missions three missions would be okay um but because it's all 
I mean, usually those type of games are um, single player games, yep. but you know, is that enough? Is is you know, two or three hours every month going to be enough for you? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, might just die out. You might not want to play it, but we'll see. I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, what's Grim Dawn? That's on here. Did we talk about this before? I don't think so. We should. We you should play it though. It's uh, it's by the guys who made Titan Quest. Did you play Titan Quest? Uh, it was an action RPG, sort of like uh, Diablo. No, um, but it was Greek mythology. Grim Dawn is by the same guys. It's an action RPG. It's uh, set in like post-apocalyptica, and it's got like uh, sort of gothic horror. Yeah. We've talked about this before, right? No. It sounds familiar. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's fun. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's just weirdly fun. I started playing it yesterday because uh, I needed to stop. I, I've been, like, pumping out a shitload of work and I needed to take a break so that I wouldn't, like, start uh, just sort of putting out drivel. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I need need a game to play. I didn't really want to play anything competitive because it makes me angry when I lose. Uh, and if none of, no one else is playing, then I'm probably going to get clustered with morons and wind up losing. So uh, I'm like, fuck it, let's uh, let's try it. Grim Dawn. It it like it goes full release this week. Yeah. Um. So that might be why it's familiar because people have been goofing out about it uh people are quite excited that it's finally hitting full release yeah um yeah picked it up and uh started playing and yeah it's it's good fun it's um i've made a um occultist uh which is sort of like the pet character like so uh he can summon pets to help him out and uh at level 10 you get to select a second class and uh so i i created like i made him a occultist demolitions expert and uh so he can throw fireballs and or throw fire grenades rather as well as having a pet to help him out um but the way that levels work in in green dawn is that in order to use certain skills you need to level up uh like you've got sort of dependencies so uh, if I want to summon a fire dog to do my bidding which is exactly what I did then I needed 10 levels in occultist and then I'd be able to access the fire dog uh, skill to unlock and then I'd spend my levels unlocking that so I'd spend like 16 levels in fire dog and then I could like move on from there each level you get uh, each like character level, you get three points to put into levels. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't take you ten levels to get to level ten. Occultist, for example, takes you I don't know four, four, or three and a bit levels uh, to get there. Um, and uh, and then you can start getting your fire dog. So it's not like I'd spend ten levels without any fucking skill. It's just getting fucking ruined because I wanted a fucking fire dog. Um, uh, I got really lucky, like, really early on. I picked up this, um, like, bolt-action rifle. And uh, it must have like, been, like, the second piece of loot I picked up. 
And it wasn't until I was level 10 before I found a weapon that was better. Like, I just kept using this thing. And I'd come across, like, hundreds of pieces of loot. And I'd check it out, and it'd be like, negative 2 DPS, negative 2, negative 3 DPS. I'm like, okay, uh, that, that, no, fuck it. We'll just keep with the bolt action. Let my fire dog do all the hard work, and I'll st- stand back pinging things whenever it comes. Uh, and see what happens and uh, yeah it was working well I was using a level 1 weapon and fucking shit up which is cool uh, and then I uh, like right before I hit level 10 I picked up another bolt action and this one was like yellow and it required a certain like degree of like skills out of me mm-hmm. and uh, so I had to start like leveling into those skills so I could use it you got three sort of traits you got physique and uh, spirits, I think, and like one other thing that you have to like level into in order to be able to use things. Like some guns require you to be behind spirit or whatever the fuck. Um, and so I needed like more spirit to be able to use this gun. And uh, I'd been putting everything into physique because it seemed like that made me tanky. Yeah. Oh, not tanky. I was never going to be tanky because I'm like a caster, I guess. But it was maybe more survivable. So that when they decided to stop killing my dog they and start smacking me, I'd be able to, like, run away and summon the dog again in time, which is entire my entire strategy revolves around that dog being alive, which is pretty good. Hmm. Um, pretty, like, laid back. Oh, that was the other thing. Uh, speaking of laid back, um, like, like, Directly after I purchased the game yesterday, they added Steam Controller support, like official Steam Controller support. And so I've been playing on my couch using my Steam Controller. Yeah. Uh, it's a point and click, like, fucking action RPG. It's a click fest, but I've been playing with my Steam Controller. It's fucking awesome. Use the uh, left thumbstick to move around and, uh, like, sort of buttons to like it sort of auto selects targets depending on which direction you're aiming and stuff like that because of the steam controller the way it's sent out you can like you've still got access to your mouse pad um if you feel you absolutely need a mouse at any point in time so you can like use your thumbs sort of drag over the mouse and activate and start using a mouse to click click on the shit which is cool um yeah it's fucking brilliant I'm like a huge like this is probably the best thing I've seen out of the Steam controller. Because so far it's just sort of been using the Steam controller as a f- like another controller. Yeah. I haven't really been taking advantage of the fact that you can sort of do other things with it, but this is brilliant. Uh Did you play Diablo though on console? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I played Diablo 3 on console, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is it similar to that or...? Yeah, it works pretty similar to that. Yeah. Uh, which was a fantastic system. Um, unlike that, though, because that sort of turns uh, it into a bit of a twin stick type game, like where you'd, like when you were shooting, you'd sort of hold up on the thumbstick, right? Yeah. Uh, that's not how this works because it sort of auto just auto-selects targets for you. Um, the way that like shot collision works in this game though means that uh if you want to like if you want to specifically target something other the back um and 
then like your shot would get would collide with something anyway so it's not like you're at a particular disadvantage because you're automatically targeting something closest in the direction you're facing mm-hmm. if you follow what I'm saying anyway uh, yeah I, th- I think yeah A the Steam controller is awesome for what it does here I mean it's always been yeah a functional controller but it's really good at what it does because um, like it was more than just it working. I was able to like download the different control scheme like from within the game itself. I just press the fucking Steam button, go uh, select controller configuration X, and then I can like I can either scroll through the controller configurations that other people have created, or I can get the official one. And uh, I wound up going with the official one. I, there was a one created one that I thought was pretty good but uh i'm used to the official one now so i'll probably just keep using that but yeah so that's cool uh and then the other thing was um played today with my brother he jumped on he's had it for ages i think he kickstarted it or some shit um and uh he made a new character and we ran through together and like all action rpgs it's just even better when you're playing with a person like it's cool uh, run around and cross shit and whatever but like yeah when someone else senses your game uh the monsters get harder and the loot gets better and yeah like it's just a a better experience um so yeah playing co-op was cool uh and yeah that's about it um you can like pvp in this yeah you remember when action rpgs that allow you to pvp no yeah it's been a while it's been a decade um yeah you can pvp in this um share loot uh like it's got instance loot but you can drop it from your inventory to give it away to someone and shit like that uh so very easily sharing stuff it's Uh, still in early access right this game i believe it leaves early access either today or tomorrow okay cool yeah uh, which is cool. They added a bunch of voice acting. It seems like the like because my brother's been playing it. Um, he was saying that the only thing he noticed that was different in the first areas because uh, he's only jumped on to play with me, so he's made a brand new character. Mm-hmm. The only thing he's noticed different in the first areas is that they've added a bunch of voice acting, and it's fucking terrible voice acting. <laughs> it's the, like I'd prefer to not have voices because they all sound super fucking hammy. Yeah, like, they were like, "Oh, hey, if we're gonna go for like an f- official release, we need voice acting." So, uh, fucking read the lines that you've written and get some other people to read them in different voices or whatever. Like, just we need these voices, like voices now. Go record it on your phone or something. I don't care. Uh, they yeah, they don't sound great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not a huge detriment to the game because nobody ever listens to that shit anyway. Like the only thing, if you were to ask me to remember anything anyone ever said from Diablo, it would be stay a while and listen. That would be it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. No. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. All right. Let's. Uh, while we're talking about, uh, yeah, maybe I'll see. How much is it? Twenty bucks. I looked at it a minute ago. Um, it's twenty-four dollars USD. Yeah. Fair enough. I thought it was worth it. Yeah. All right. 
when, right. I, when I get some time. Cool. Do it. Good. Busy. Fine. Busy job. Don't then. Let's talk about uh, Dungeons and Dragons. That's kind of similar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were going to have our GM on, but he's been ill. So oh, okay. I- Who's your GM? Uh, Nathan Bennett. Uh, he used to work at 2K, but now he oh, works okay. uh, with Twitch. Um, and How long uh, has he been with Twitch for? Was not, he with Twitch when we met it, saw him last time? Or at, I uh, think, in at, Melbourne? In Melbourne at the Twitch party. I don't think he was with them at that point. I don't think he was either. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so... Yeah, he's our GM. He's uh, he's a good GM. I think yeah. that he might be a bit too lenient on us. He lets us get away with some shit. Yeah. Uh, like, he plays by the rule of cool. Uh, there's all this shit that goes on in Dungeons & Dragons now that wasn't really around when I played, like, a decade and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's, like, terms for this shit. Like, there was... The rule of cool was definitely something that I, I saw... Uh, GMs and DMs do. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't, like, a specifically stated, uh, and if it's a cool enough thing, then I might go, like, I might give you extra chances for it to happen. Uh, it did mostly, like, it was mostly unspoken, but now it's a definite thing. Uh, but he plays by the rule of cool, and uh, being a bunch of verbose motherfuckers, uh we tend to like take advantage of it and uh so i think we get away with more shit than we probably should uh i'm currently my my orc half orc character is currently rich as fuck uh he has crazy amounts of cash he got uh away with the like after the last session i think i told you about it we uh we went through and uh killed like a big bad guy and Mm -hmm. uh as we were leaving i stole all the good shit yeah. Um, they know, like everyone who's playing with us knows that I stole all the good shit. Um, but uh, their characters don't know. And when we went back to the town, uh, like we went directly back to the town, and I, I walked in to claim our bounty, and uh, the the innkeeper was giving us some shit uh, about like whether or not we'd be able to claim it without a body and so i had to produce the ring that i picked up off him as proof but i still managed to hide the sword that i got a sword of fire plus two which is a fucking spectacular weapon um but uh yeah i had to produce the ring and show it to him and then i kept it for myself Uh, i pretended to give it to him and i used sleight of hand to then pocket it and uh because i'm a rogue uh i have a pretty decent sleight of hand so i uh, yeah managed to get away with it which was good and um yeah he uh he didn't have enough money and uh so then i started like bargaining with the rest of our group and like they were like oh well you know you got the ring so i don't know if you get as much money and I'm like nah I get all the money I was promised I get you know there's six of us and we were promised 1200 gold so I get 200 no matter what uh, he's only got 887 or something I'm getting my 200 you guys can work out what happens with the rest 
And so they're like, yeah, but you got the ring. So, like, maybe you only get 87. I'm like, no, I had to give him the ring. And uh, I think it was a challenge for them to role play as people because they, you know, they knew out of character. They knew uh, that I did, like, I kept the ring, right? Because we're not going into separate rooms when I'm trying to steal from them. Uh But in character, they can't have known. And so... Yeah, like there were some perception checks and shit, but I got away with everything I needed to get away with and uh, managed to get 200 gold out of that. Managed to get 200 gold out of another. Uh, we like robbed a bank cart. Oh, other people robbed it. We just took the, the loot. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, um, I don't know. It was an interesting session, but we definitely got away with some stuff. I don't think we should have. Um, we got really lucky. We wound up having to fight this uh, giant, massive horse um, that was sort of imbued with the darkness of everything around us. Uh, and uh, which, I don't know, fighting a giant horse is a bit odd, I guess. Um, but yeah would you prefer to fight 100 miniature horses (laughs) duck sized horses (laughs) Uh, I think I would actually no no one big horse I think yeah Um, but yeah it was uh, it was it was definitely charging on us and uh, it was it was going to do some hectic damage and then out of nothing like one of our guys cast a spell and uh, it was like a spell of moonlight or something. And because the, the horse had changed form to become big, uh, when it passed through the moonlight, it lost its, its changed form. And that was basically like the... I think I could tell that it sort of threw a spanner in Nathan's plans. Like, if this was supposed to be a hectic epic fight and instead uh, we were fighting a fucking horse that had just been dismantled and uh, it was actually pretty easy um, I rolled a I also I think I rolled a natural 20 when throwing a, um, a throwing knife at, at, like our druid is like super peaceful I think he's like I think he might even be lawful good Neut- like either lawful good or neutral good he's one of those terrible weenie good characters and so we came across these obviously evil dudes uh these little imp things and uh and he starts talking to it and he can't understand he can't understand what it's saying and uh like nobody can understand it and uh it starts to like sort of yell and yell and yell uh in like unintelligibly and so i uh rolled it like i threw one of my knives at it and I rolled a natural 20. And so it basically just like destroyed this thing. Cause I've got, I said last week how I'm, I'm, I'm an assassin. So I've got like assassinate sneak attack, uh, and something else. And I was, I, I didn't think it worked with ranged, but apparently it does. Uh, so there was like a double damage crit where I get to roll again with the D six on top of, the like crit damage and like so I basically yeah fuck this thing up uh, with a single knife like a single tiny dagger to its face 
uh, while riding on a horse. Um, just complete horseshit. And um, yeah, that started a big fucking big battle, which we barely got away with. And that was the other, the only other, only other highlights that I managed to produce. Everyone else was doing quite good things. They're like they are actually, I'm playing with a bunch of really good role players. I'm probably the only one not putting on a voice, um, just because I can't. I can't bear to do a fucking orc voice. You can't like a like a British orc. <laughs> I want my two hundred gold. I'd fucking go. I'd I'd be. I would say six words, and then I'd be fucking like done. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so uh, yeah, they're all quite good at, at their role play. I'm mostly just talking in my normal voice and uh, making terrible puns. One of them, one of the really big guys picks up one of these imps hmm. and uh, hits hits one of the other imps with him as a weapon. And uh, and uh, like after he'd rolled the dice and was successful with it, I was like, and I yell out, that was impulsive! And uh, death stares all around. Nobody was happy. You can't, like... Some really terrible puns. I was getting away with them. It was mm. good. So that's basically what I bring to the table is uh, natural 20 rolls and terrible puns. Yeah. Sounds pretty good, I think. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Yep. Uh, and you said this is all getting streamed, right? Uh, it's not being streamed yet. Oh, okay. Yep. They're recording it, are they? Or what are they doing? Uh, or this nah, is practice? This is sort of like, yeah, preparation. It's something that they really want to do, but uh-huh. uh, they're not streaming yet. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I th- I think it'll work out well if it streams, mostly because the other guys are really good at role playing. Uh, I'm quite good at. I don't know. Like I, I got speechifying. I'm, I'm okay with with the speechifying. Like when they were get, trying to screw me out of uh, my 200 gold, I, I put in like a a Jeff Winger style fucking speech hmm. to convince them that I should get it. Um, but that's about all I've got for the other guys. Yeah. They've got voices and stuff like that. Uh, uh, and I keep to my fucking, my, uh, alignment, which I fear that sometimes some of the other guys might not do. I'm chaotic neutral, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I think it's pretty close to evil. Um, yeah. And, yeah, some of the other guys are supposed to be on my end of the alignment scale as well, but they all like do heroic shit for the sake of being heroic. And uh, I'm not going to like call them out, but I will try and like remind them in character that they're supposed to be all about the Benjamins, like I am, or yeah. about like something or other. But yeah, that's about it. It's good fun though. It's heaps of fun. Like I haven't played in years, but I'm so in now. Uh, I find myself like when it's not my turn uh, to attack or whatever. I'm like pouring through the player's handbook, seeing what I should be doing next and shit like that. Hmm. I set my uh, character sheet up online so I could amend it on my uh, computer instead of in my. Uh, on a, on a sheet of paper and I've uh, started filling out his complicated background and stuff like that and yeah 
That's about it. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, should we talk about uh, other weird role-playing games? I don't know. What do you call it? Fantasy games. Fantasy basketball. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Fantasy. You do or die. Here. For you, it is. For me? <laughs> we're, uh, we're in our last week of our uh, regular season. We are. Of we the Gap Fantasy Basketball. Week. Yes. Yep. Uh, 19, yeah. no, how many? 17 regular weeks we've had. Yep. With, I think, 10 teams. 10 teams, yep. 10 teams, yep. And uh, I am not doing too well. And it shouldn't be like this. I don't know if it's... I don't think it's you're not doing too well. It's Everybody's very close. It's yeah. a very close season. It is a very close season. I mean, the difference between top and bottom is... 20 uh, points. 20 points, which would be like basically a point a week. It's roughly a, an extra point a week, um, which... Is actually pretty impressive. Uh, I've got five fucking ties, which is just ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, we've got to stop tying categories, but <laughs> I mean, it's a bit late for anything to be done about that now. So, uh, the- I don't think we can. That's too. <laughs> like, how do you do that? You can't. No, no, you can't. Um, I've just got to stop, I don't know, finding myself in situations where I'm just going to tie. Hmm. Pretty much. Um, so the way it's sitting at the moment, the standings are uh, the difference between me and like me sitting out of the playoffs and me actually getting into the playoffs. I've got the same amount of losses as Steve Farrelly. So you're one game behind. Yeah. Uh, and so basically, I need to win by two games more than he loses by. So if he if he wins mm-hmm. uh, if he loses his week, yeah. 4-5 or 5-4, five, 4-5, four, four, five, um then I need to win 6-3. I need two games to nail it. Actually, I just need I just need 5-4, don't I? I think I, if I you tie times. with him, you'll still be good. Yeah, cuz you're the, only one game behind. Right. Looking at this. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Okay, cool, um, cool, cool, cool. But that's that's assuming that I managed to do this. Now, at the moment, he is currently four five against the season, like our current, our last year's champion and the current leader on the ladder, uh, Alex Walker. Yep, and it looks to me like their week is pretty much over already. Like. I can't see any category where they would switch places except for three points. points. 50 points. Yeah, it might be doable. Um, points, field goal percentage, three-pointers are probably the three, I would say, looking at that. I'd say three-pointers, uh, three but I don't... Three-pointers, field goal, points. Yeah. Alex has never had a lot of points, I think. It's not his team's strong point is it um no it's not i can check he's fifth in points yeah so he's yeah he's still he's still behind the person he's playing in points yeah 
So it could be pretty close. We don't know. Anyway, uh, I am currently up by a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you are definitely holding in there this week. And uh, if if we look at the schedule for the rest of the week, I have more games. I have a lot more games. Yeah, you're still very close, though. Yeah. In most categories, except for blocks. <laughs> I actually finish this week with something like five... Like I've still got five more games than him from this point on in this week. Yeah. I will still have five more games than him after today. It might be even closer. Than, like I think it's. it might be seven. I might have seven more games than him. It's ridiculous. I have a lot more games than him, which is fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically my only hope uh, is to have way more games than him to ensure that I win in as many categories as possible. Although having more games than him ensures that I will not win the turnovers category and it puts me in a really precarious position on the percentages as well. It is entirely plausible that I lose field goal percentage, three pro percentage and turnovers just by virtue of having more games than him, which I guess is the, like that's what turnovers was introduced four that's the reason it exists so yeah. that's okay um but yeah it's it's i don't know if if i get if i go six three and i somehow don't manage to make it into the playoffs i'm gonna be pretty disappointed <laughs> yeah i think you it's gonna be close it's gonna be very close uh it's been a good season though i mean it has been a lot better this season because it has been a lot closer um interestingly the one person who definitely can't make the playoffs is uh the person who drafted first yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It's not mathematically impossible. It's just very unlikely uh, that she makes the playoffs at this point. Um, she's only. Oh, she is like four games behind, pretty much. Yeah. Um, she'd have to stop. Yeah. And the person she's playing is currently in second, so. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a rough one. I, I got I got away with some shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit it. Uh, it was a lucky last week of the draw for me, at least. Anyway, um, yeah, still, uh, it's been a good season, I think. Um, yeah, there, there's things I I need to try and figure out how we address, like the trades. Um, oh, and trading. Been yeah. no trades this season. All the uh, trades that have happened, I've been involved in. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I don't know how to address that. i got to think about it, what we do. There's a, just a deep-seated distrust. There is. Uh, and what I think needs to happen is we, we set up and facilitate three-team trades. Because that way, if three people are on board then you can be certain nobody's getting fucked. Like, if one, if I trade with one person, then... Are you there? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just heard a weird noise. Um, yeah, if I trade with a person... If I trade with you, right? Mm. And I give you, let's say, Hassan Whiteside. 
mm-hmm. right? For uh, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> right? Because I'm like, fuck it. I'm losing this, this year anyway. You might as well have all my best players. Um, yeah. Like, let's say that trade happens. Yeah. Right? Someone's getting fucked there, right? Yeah, you. Me, definitely. Um, so someone's getting screwed out of that bargain. And that is, nobody wants to get screwed on a trade. Nobody wants to get screwed on a trade. But what has happened over a couple of years of trades is that everyone has been screwed on a trade. <laughs> and so suddenly there's no trust in the league anymore. So if we were to create a system wherein you could enforce three team trades then people would be more inclined to go for it because nobody would get fucked like if i could say yeah i'll trade you hassan whiteside uh for uh, but i i want i don't know jahil okafor right then you would have to go to whoever the fuck it is you're playing this week mm-hmm. uh and you'd have to trade who are you playing this week uh, paul uh, you'd have to go to Paul and, and put to him a trade wherein you could get Jahil of him to give to me so that you could get Hassan. And so you'd have to give him something worth Jahil Okafor. And see, the, the like, through that, obviously we wouldn't do all powerful centers because that'd be a fucking pointless trade. It'd basically be just, I don't know, swapping big numbers. But, like, yeah, like... That would facilitate, I think. That would facilitate the ability to trade without feeling like you're definitely getting fucked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let me... What I'll do is I'll look at my... Some of the trades I've tried to make and I'll read them out to you. I'll try and find them. Okay. Um, Here we go. The last one I sent to Kate was Pau Gasol... So, this is my team. Pau Gasol, Kyrie Irving, Reggie Jackson, and Kobe Bryant for Carl Anthony Towns and Steph Curry. <laughs> it worked out in her favor. Like, I ran it through all the trade. Right. You did what? The Yeah, the NBA tool, trade tool, or whatever it is. The, you know, the ESPN. Basketball monster one or whatever. I don't know. Whatever the, I was on the trade thing. Uh, yep. I was just like, what? who gets the better deal out of this? Um, and it said it said she did, and I was like, oh, okay, that'll do. I was just trying to figure out like how many players do I need to trade you to get <laughs> like the best player in the league? Like, what do I need to do? Would um, it like would it, it wouldn't be worth it for you to like gut your team like that though? Would it? If I was at, that was a month. Sorry, that was how long ago? Yeah, four weeks ago. Right. So I was at a stage where I needed to do something because I was like not getting anywhere. Yeah. Um. Like I was at a point where I was not winning. Well, I was winning maybe like five four. Yeah. But looking against the teams that are in the top three, uh, I don't think I could beat them. Right. So I needed to do something to try and like something drastic, and that was the only thing I could think of was to try and get some of the big players out there. Like they're not shit players. They're like there's three top thirty players in there. I think Powell, yep. Kyrie, and Reggie Jackson. Um, and then Kobe, I was just trying to get rid of because it's Kobe. Yeah. Uh, he plays well. It's just that his field goal percentage is shit. Um, and that's what I was trying to... I'm coming last in that at the moment, so I was trying to ditch that. But I don't know. I was just trying to make anything. And um, yeah, I, was just, I just couldn't figure it out. 
Uh, the other trade I, I tried with uh, Alex, who's coming first, is Reggie Jackson, Kari Irving for Chris Paul, um, Al Horford, and that didn't go anywhere. Right. Um, I can't imagine why he'd trade one the the best point guard for or second best point guard for two other point guards, right? Yeah, I don't know. That was um, that was a bit of a shot in the dark. Why are you still holding on to Chris Bosch? Uh, just in case, like this week, I'll get rid of him. Right. Uh, I'm just waiting to see. Apparently, he might. He's seems like he's quite stubborn. I don't think he'll play, but he might be fucking crazy and just be yeah. like, "I'm playing." And his leg will fall off like halfway through one of the games. Um, yeah. I just don't want to give him up and then playoff start and someone fucking picks him up when he's playing or just something crazy. <laughs> like that. And I'll just be like, no. Nah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got to do something about trades, but yes. The thing is that the the application we or the website we're using doesn't allow for three person trades it's only it's only like communication between two teams so, so you need to, to do it actually off the book or something you like that's why i'm saying you would have to actually facilitate it yeah which would be i guess a bit more work for you but maybe i can just take stuff curry off off uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's just one way to get it send her kobe here. look you're not in anymore just give me the fucking curry <laughs> yeah shit I might ask her I might ask her if she wants to do that trade just to fuck with everyone I'll be like look at all these guys they think they can step on us because we're in the bottom two of the league I'm gonna fucking do this I'm gonna ask her for curry <laughs> see what happens why well, not I won't let it through <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh god I only, I've only sent, uh, just looking, like not many trades. I've only sent like maybe four. None of them went through, so. Why can you see this? Uh, I'm just looking through my emails because you uh, get an email every time you send one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just reading through them. Oh, I got one from Alex. That's right. Thoughts on trading Kyrie Irving. And that's when I was like, all right, Kyrie Irving, Reggie Jackson <laughs> for Chris yeah. Paul. He's like, no. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Who am I Alex, going to give to you? Alex, like, Alex's idea of a fair trade is one where, like, he fucks you really hard. Like, he just pounds you into the fucking dirt. That's his idea of a fucking fair trade. And you'll be like, dude, I crushed the numbers and they're, like, these. this is a fucking... We're basically trading positions at this point. Like, I'm getting the uh, fucking point guard that I need and you're getting a fucking shooting guard and that's basically, that is exactly what both of us need. And he'll be like, yeah, nah, you'll need to throw in another player for this to work for me. I'll be like, well, okay, we're not trading then. That's okay with me. Uh, you came to me looking for a trade. That's not how this works. Like, you got to come to the table with something, Alex. He's a lunatic. He's got no idea of, like, fucking bargaining at all. He never starts from... His position is, oh, yeah, I'm going to get your best players. You give me Paul George and James Harden, and I will give you someone I picked up off the waiver wire, like, yesterday. And uh, that'll probably be fair for you. You should do it, Joe. And be like, mm, I might pass. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> anyway, we will f- we'll figure something out for next season. But we get, yeah, playoffs not next week. Uh, two weeks per round, uh, which is a bit different. That hopefully will kind of counter the the thing we've had in the last couple of uh, seasons where players get rested. Um, right. And then they're only playing maybe two or three games a, w- a week. Yep. Um, hopefully this sort of fixes that a little bit. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I think yep. it's better than... Yeah. Because just playing the one week in playoffs, you can just get fucked over by that sort of thing. Just having, yeah. you know, a rest. Um, especially when some of those top teams, like your Spurs and Golden State Warriors or Cleveland, like those guys will get rested. Mm-hmm. Which sucks, but... Oh, we'll see what happens. Yep. I think the people to watch out for, uh, I think Paul's, Paul's a good one to watch out for. Um, I think yep. he's doing pretty well. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. He's got a good chance. TJ as well. Maybe. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Cool. Uh, what else is on the list? Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. We played some collectible card games. Yeah. It was your first time playing Magic, right? It was, yes. Okay. Um, and this was the twenty, the new season. Yes, twenty sixteen. I, I, I don't know. I've got no no point of reference, so yeah, I suppose it would be. Yep. Yep. They had um, a bunch of starter packs, and they were teaching us how to play, and mm-hmm. that was. I don't know. That's about it. What'd you think? How'd you go? Who'd you play against? Uh, I played a four way game. Yeah. Against Stephen Farrelly, uh, Luke from CNETs. Yeah. Um, somebody else was in that game with us. Is it Lucy? Lucy. Lucy O'Brien from IGN. Yeah. Uh, and then I played a six way against. Well, you were in that game, weren't you? I was in the six way, yeah. And uh, Nell. Yes. And uh, yeah. That was um, the six way sort of fell apart while we all got drunk and got <laughs> bored because uh, I People think had to six, leave. six ways. Nathan was there, right? Take too much time. Nathan was there. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I think they just take too much time to actually like each turn takes too much time and everyone's got so much health and yeah. But the four way was fun. It was sort of just like uh, I don't know. I worked out quite quickly the basics. And uh, sort of position myself to make sure I had a definite win no matter what happened. And then right at the end, it looked like Lucy might actually snatch the victory from my my grasp. But I managed to secure it anyway. So that was cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it seems like deck construction is 95% of that game. Mm-hmm. And after you've constructed a deck, uh, you don't really need to be present for it. Because if you don't get the fucking cards you need in your hand, then you're properly fucked. And I guess that's the case with all card games, right? Like, if you don't get the cards you need, then you're fucked. But it seems like in um, in my only other point of reference, which would be Hearthstone... You can at least mitigate that some somewhat, right? Like, you can sort of you get mana every round. Yeah, you're so. always getting mana. You're not like you don't have to pray for land cards, otherwise you can never play any of your fucking cards. Um, which means also that you, like land cards 
it's not like when you get your card draw that like diminishes your actual hand mm-hmm. like if all you do is draw fucking lands then you're never actually going to build a hand and if any part of your strategy revolves around building a hand then you're kind of fucked on the other hand I only play on, I keep saying hand, hand. I stop saying hand or land hand or land uh, on the other hand like I only played about eight or nine games all night and I was pretty drunk <laughs> so it's a bit hard to judge right like I was annoyed because I kept getting fucked by like I could understand enough based on my experience with Hearthstone mm-hmm. I could understand what I needed to be seeing and I could understand that I wasn't seeing this shit but I also am aware enough to know that I was playing with fucking starter decks and I never even bothered to like make sure I had enough lands in my hand uh, in my deck or like fucking if I don't even think I shuffle very well so like a lot of it was on me it's hard to hold that against the game um I can't see myself getting into it though because I saw like I watched uh Emma play Paul these were two people from um Double Jump um they were running the event Mm-hmm. And Paul is a magic fanatic, and Emma was playing with the deck that she'd used to destroy me like three games in a row. And um, yeah, Emma got demolished because, like, yeah, Paul brought out all these cards in sleeves, and like he takes good care of them, and he's clearly bought them off like eBay and shit. So he's carefully constructed this deck, and Emma was sort of, here's what I've got. And uh, I just don't think I could do that. I don't think I could bring myself to money sync that way. Yeah. Um, And I've talked about that before. Like, they do tournaments where you open fresh packs and you play with what you're given. Yeah. Rather than just, here's my deck I've built, try and beat it. Yeah. Which I like that version of just trying to win with what you're given uh, a bit better. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, like, that's not to say that I can't see the appeal because, like, fuck. Uh, I've been gifted packs by Blizzard and I've no doubt, well, I've spent money. I know I've spent money on Hearthstone buying the uh, adventures. Mm. And so, yeah, like, I've spent about, I don't know, what's an adventure cost? Like, 25 bucks. So I've probably spent about 50 bucks on Hearthstone. Uh, I can definitely tell that if I really wanted to get into it, I would definitely get into it. And so I think I just don't want to get into it, you know? Like, I'm afraid of what I might become. Yeah, you might have to buy sleeves or something. Who knows? Yeah. I'm selling, like, my body on the streets to pay for sleeves. Hmm. Yeah. I uh, I got smashed by Emma as well. Yeah. Um, she didn't take it easy on me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got I got smashed. She was like, oh, uh, you use this deck and I'll use this one. It was like fresh packs or whatever they opened up. Right. And then she like looked at it and was like, oh, we don't need to shuffle these. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't need to shuffle them. I drew uh, like fucking uh. six land cards straight. And I was like, you fucked me, Emma. What are you doing? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and got snapped. And then I was like, all right, let's swap decks. You take this this one and I'll I'll take the one that you had. And then she smashed me with that one. I was like, well, all right, we're done. Maybe she's just better. Yeah. Well, she did say that she'd been playing since she was, well, she first started playing when she was 10 or something like that. Right. I was like, well, all right, you've got an advantage. I only started learning a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, I thought I would have done all right, but I just got fucking stomped. I think that both games I did four damage total. Um, yeah, it was it was quite upsetting. I got to the point where I was just putting cards out just so I could do some sort of damage. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like anything, I would just attack without having a chance of doing, um, without having any defense on me. Yeah, just be like, oh, I just want to at least get some points off you, so I don't look like a flawless victory anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was a good event, uh, kind of getting everyone together and and uh, learning for the people who don't know. I thought it was a really good event. It was a really good way to learn the game and get an idea of the game. Mm-hmm. And then, it, like the only, I, I guess the only downside was that it wasn't good, like a good place for you to get over. Like it was good to get you into the game, but not over that initial learning hump where you need to learn to fucking shuffle and like build a deck like there was no way you were built learning how to build a deck in a in a loud bar yeah um it was hard enough to learn the basic rules um so yeah there was no way you were learning that shit so the intricacies had to go fall by the wayside so it was great starting uh just not the best place to like move from bare beginner up to maybe barely basic play yeah i guess they've got the online game as well which is free Right, They're free-to-play yeah. game, which you can use that and, and learn how to play and um, buy cards and that and build your own decks and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is another way. Maybe you can just go play that. Maybe. <laughs> Sink some money into virtual cards. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it, it was all right. I liked it. Yeah. It was good. Totes. Should we move on? Yep. Um, Far Cry Primal came out this week. Uh, yesterday, I think. Totes. Or was it yep. Tuesday? Tuesday. On console, right? Yeah, um, I think it's out on PC as well, isn't it? Nah, next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's a bit weird. Um, I'm just looking now. First of March, you're right. That's strange. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I got a copy of this and have been playing it about 10 hours in, I'd say. Um, For those that don't know, it is set in 10,000 BC in the, uh, the age of lack of dinosaurs, I guess you could put it. Uh, it's not set 65 million years ago or whatever it was, 70 million years ago when dinosaurs were roaming the land, which is why Job's upset about it. Yep. What's Um, the point? What's the point? I don't know. You tell me. So yeah, this one is more like your saber-toothed tigers woolly mammoths leopards that sort of thing um bow, bow and arrows very primitive tools and weaponry there's no machine guns nothing like that no grenades it's very very different type of game to the ones mm-hmm. we're used to with a far cry which is it's super interesting like it's it's a a unique type of gameplay because you're not you you've kind of got to take your time um, and the ways that I've played the previous couple of Far Cry games is I, I do take my time and, uh, you know, I use the bow and arrow and I stealth through and, and 
you know, sneak up behind people and, and kill them that way. Yeah. I don't really go in with, with uh, you know, high-powered weapons unless I'm taking on, like, a giant elephant or something like that that I need to. Yeah. Or a tiger. Like, um, when I'm in there going through fortresses, it's trying to sneak, sneak my way in and uh, seeing how well I can do it that way. So, I, maybe they've got stats that say, hey, most of the people that play these games don't treat it like a action shooter they play it as a stealth game uh, yeah this could be their attempt at um you know taking that further because you you know you start off with a bow and a bow and arrow and a spear um and you start getting upgrades um things like rocks um when you, you swing above your head and throw them at people or uh like giant clubs that you can hit hit over the head with um and uh, what else is there like beehives that you can throw at people which are kind of like your your bombs um but very basic types of tools and, and not something you can really just fire constantly at you've got to take your time and line up shots because if you miss uh it's gonna be hard for you to try and get that weapon back because you're you've only got a limited supply of them you you know you start off with maybe 12 arrows and two spears and one club and that's what you're doing for the next five hours is trying to just kill things with that. Um, so yeah, like the gameplay is quite interesting because it's it is so so much slower paced. Um, but I, I really enjoy that part of it because um, it it's it's different. It's it's different to the other games, so that's kind of cool. Uh, what the things I don't really like about it is that uh, because it is set in this uh, you know 10,000 BC. Nothing is in English. It's all subtitled. Um, yeah. They're using their own language. So it's kind of hard to get, like, the emotional side of and the acting of these characters out there. Like, everybody... You're kind of reading the entire time. Um, so it's it's hard to pay attention to their performance while also reading. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Whereas you look at their last two games, like um, uh, Far Cry 4 and Far Cry 3, like, the the things that really stand out about some of those games are the characters in them, like Pagan Min or, um, or, or Vas, you know, two of the bad guys in that game and how well they're portrayed. You don't get that in this game at all. It's just subtitles <laughs> because you're, you're too busy just reading everything, um, which is kind of disappointing because I think that's one of their, their selling points is making an interesting story and uh, and, you know, playing with these characters and, I just don't think they do a very good job here. Um, and, you know, I, I could put some of that to blame on having to read a lot um, is the the point behind that. Uh, what was the other thing I, I wasn't really fond of? Um, oh, they've got, uh, like, a hunter mechanic, so detective vision type thing where you press the button and it highlights areas around you. They, they basically... Um, change the color tone of the game when you do that everything kind of goes grayscale except for the thing you're trying to hunt which goes like a yellowish um like a bright yellow color which is kind of distracting because the world is so vibrant and green and uh there's just so many things happen happening where it just makes everything so bland and boring when you you're constantly in this vision looking for stuff because it's quite um it's quite lush and there's a lot of things happening in that environment compared to the last couple of games you know there's lots of trees there's lots of grass flowers plants animals it's all over the place it's just loaded packed full of stuff 
And when you drain all that color out of the world, it's becomes very boring. Um, I would have liked to see them maybe just keep the color there, but highlight what you were able to see yeah. uh, in that color. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's just super like disjointing to, to see that happening all the time because it's something you need to use a lot um, because it is hard to see some of these animals that are moving around because uh, they can be quite camouflaged in there, you know, in within the wilderness. Right. Uh, but there are lots of animals in there, uh, lots of... What's the honey badger of Far Cry Primal? Um, uh, I'm not sure. It's got to be like an animal, like the cassowary, you know, that's not supposed to be as scary as fuck, but then, like, you've played it and enough after enough time, you're like, okay, I do not fuck with honey badgers or cassowaries. Yeah, I don't think I've gotten to that stage of... Yeah, I don't know everything because everything in this game will just fuck with you. <laughs> that's like the problem. Uh, there's nothing in there that's like, oh, this probably won't do anything because you start off and it's, um, you know, it's quite small creatures, but they can still do a lot of damage, and you got to be very careful. There's right. nothing that I've co- kind of looked at and went, oh, we'll be right. Um, like a boar or anything. Like I know not to fuck with a boar; it's still gonna cause some problems, but. Uh, Usually, like, if I come, come up a, across, like, a, a, a rhino or, um, uh, like, a yak or something like that, I'll be like, oh, I know that I can't shoot that because I'm just going to get fucking charged straight away. Yeah. The thing about, like, Far Cry 4 or 3, you could, you could take on those beasts and it'd be quite easy. You would just spray them down with your machine gun, whereas you can't do this. Yep. in this game because you've got a fucking bow and arrow and a spear and it'll just keep charging at you because they, they take a lot of they take a lot of, a lot of damage yeah so what, um, what do you do then you fucking run you run and you try and get like you dodge them and as they come past you you fire an arrow into their ass and just keep like trying to get Fighting out of their them. way yeah um, there's a lot more consequence in, in trying to take on some of these guys yeah but you'll just be like I was at a base um, last night just you know, I wasn't minding my own business. I was halfway through taking everybody out. Yeah. And this fucking saber-toothed tiger just comes out of nowhere and jumps awesome. on me uh, and just shredded me in about four seconds flat because I couldn't... I can't do anything against that. You try and run away. It just fucking chases you down. Mm-hmm. Um, but just cool shit like that is pretty fun. And, and you can tame a lot of these creatures as well and use them as, like, your companion. Um, oh. So you can send them into a base and get them to attack... Um, other other dudes in there, which is kind of fun. I've got a leopard at the moment, or a cheetah. I think it's a cheetah. Uh, one of the first ones you get is like a wolf, and um, and then you can kind of start going through all the different areas and and taming sort of the larger types of animals, like your wolves and bears, um, or, or cheetahs, or snow uh, snow leopards. I think they are, or uh, cave leopards. I can't remember what their names are, but there's probably about fifteen different creatures you can kind of go in and uh choose as a companion so not save as tires yeah there is I, i'm pretty sure you can oh. do that but there's different tiers like you need uh, to unlock them yep, yep there's quite quite a lengthy um uh set of unlocks in the game um you kind of go out and find people in the world and then they unlock certain traits that that allow you to upgrade and then when you bring them back to your sort of main base, you can also upgrade their their hut, and then that unlocks a, another area of, of uh, 
tier trees that you can kind of go with and there's a lot of content there yeah it's just lacking in some of the far cry aspects that i usually expect like it's very it's very much a far cry game Mm. um other than the character and story i think is quite weak because uh, I've enjoyed those two aspects of it a lot in the past games. But if you just kind of want to get into a world and run around and kill stuff, um, shoot animals, uh, it's it's pretty fun. Um, I'm quite enjoying it. It's a very fucking pretty game. Like, it's very nice looking, especially yep. at night when you've got kind of the moon shimmering through all the trees and and that sort of stuff. It's very cool. But I don't like running around at night because... Uh, yeah, I can't. Mo- yeah, they mostly come out at night, mostly. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool. I like it. I dig it. Yeah. Um, but I want to see them go back to maybe better stories. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to add on that one at the moment. Okay. Probably probably talk about it a bit more next week once I've gotten through. Hopefully my copy will have arrived. Yeah, what are you playing on? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yet. Uh, I'm thinking at this stage it must be PC because it hasn't arrived yet. But oh, uh, that'd be good. Yeah, so that'd be nice. Um, it runs all right on PlayStation. I'm playing it on on PlayStation Four. Yeah, cool. uh, it loads pretty quick. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. I I found I found a snake last night. Well, I didn't find a snake. But I heard a snake, uh, and I looked for this snake for about four or five minutes and couldn't find it. So I just fast-traveled out of there because I didn't want to get attacked by the snake and not know where it was. <laughs> so it was quite scary. <laughs> nice. Because you can hear it. And I, at this point, I didn't know if there were snakes in the game. Like, I knew the last one had them. Yep. Uh, and I was like, is that a fucking snake? And it was just hissing the entire time. And I'm in, like, the detective vision looking for this fucking snake. Couldn't find it. And I was like, well, I'm, all right, I'm just going to fast travel out of here because that's frightening. I can't deal with that. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I like it. Check it out. Let me know what you think. I, I think you'll have the same complaints, though. Yeah, good, fun, Far Cry, open world, stupid game. But yeah, the story stuff is not very great. And there's no dinosaurs. That's kind of a, a big point, right? No dinosaurs. Huge points against it, but oh well. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Uh, it sounds good. What's the crafting like? Um, it's I'm trying to think compared to the last one. Like, it, it's not as basic as um, three, but right. there's a lot more depth to it. Yep. But it's pretty much the same sort of stuff, like gather a certain amount of these items, uh, rocks, leaves, plants, trees, skins, and then combine them to make upgrades for all the stuff you've got. Um, yep. And that's pretty much all you're for. Cool. Yeah, it's all right. It, it, like, it's good to get you out into different areas rather than just focusing on the, the, the main story quest because that's not going to get you all these upgrades. Um, there's no, like, uh, climbing fucking tree houses or anything like that um, which the last one had those radio towers there's nothing yep. like that in this game so cool it's pretty much just uh, go around and but there's also no parachuting paragliding or there's a grapple right that's odd there's no um, had they, had they managed to work out I don't know it's just pulleys and gears and shit 
Yeah, it's a grapple. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. He throws it on things and climbs. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. News. News? News. Yeah. Um, Valve and HTC. No, let's do that one last. All right. Humble Bundle. Tell us about it. What is it? Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle. Humble. No, um, I'm stalling because I, I lost the link. Um, the new Humble Bundle, though, uh, is out and uh, it's pretty good. It's um, So, it's Humble Bundle 16. It comes with Retro City Rampage DX. I don't know what the DX stands for, but Retro City Rampage was pretty cool. Outlast, which is that scary game that I couldn't play all of. Uh, Never Alone, which is that game about being uh, an indigenous uh, North American, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eskimo or whatever. I don't know. Uh, Trying three, if you pay, if you pay more than the average, which is six bucks, uh, you get trying three door kickers and something else coming soon. And an interesting thing they included was paying two dollars more than the average, and you get two other games: Else Heartbreak, which I've never fucking heard of, and Sunless Sea, which uh, I talked about last year on the podcast. Uh, and you also get some soundtracks as well, which is pretty cool. And uh, it's, I don't know, I'm just really impressed with this bundle, particularly for Retro City, Rampage, Outlast, which, you know, I didn't finish, but I, I can still appreciate. Uh, Door Kickers, which is great fun, and Sunless Sea. Uh, all fantastic. And yeah, at the moment, it's $8.06 uh, to get all of that shit, plus whatever is coming soon. Uh, which is just brilliant. Um, so I just figured it was worth a shout out. You know, I like the new mechanic, the two plus two dollars thing. It sort of, I don't know. It sort of means that the average will naturally rise mm-hmm. as opposed to rising thanks to the uh, large uh, donations by the sorts like the likes of Notch and shit who dump like a thousand bucks into it but yeah um pretty cool all right that's all i got cool uh assassin's creed uh the people that make that are upset about well were upset about the uh uncharted 4 trailer it was released today because it had some art in it from uh i think black flag that was featured in a painting in the trailer yes which is pretty fucking funny. Yeah. So, uh, Azazia Aymar, who uh, works for, or on Assassin's Creed, rather, uh, pointed it out on Twitter just after the trailer came out. Um, and uh, he said, yeah, basically, I, I get the thief in the game's title now, uh, which is, yeah, I don't know. It's good. It's a good little sneaky jibe uh, without being too snarky uh, Naughty Dog has issued a statement and they said uh, in our eagerness to get the story trailer out we made a regrettable mistake and didn't thoroughly vet the artwork used for an in-game painting we've already updated the trailer we hold all artistry in high regard and take full responsibility for having allowed this to happen we want to sincerely apologize to everyone at Ubisoft Assassin's Creed, te- uh, Assassin's Creed team, the original artist, and our fans. And Neil Druckmann said, uh, "No two ways about it. We fucked up," mm. uh, which is a lot more 
blunt. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a. Uh, it's not a huge deal. <laughs> nah, it's just a uh, yeah, a bit of a fuck up. Uh, the guy who noticed it first later said uh, it was an honest. You know, he thinks it's an honest mistake, and they uh, they owned up to it well. So uh, yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, um, it was just funny. It's just a weird little thing to have happen, isn't it? Like we, that. We need it news. <laughs> <laughs> really like the uh, the artwork there, I thought like I've seen the screenshots I didn't watch the trailer when it came out so I haven't watched uh, it they've already updated it so there's no way we'll, be, we'll get to see it except for bootleg copies which is oh, which you hilarious. can sell on your PlayStation totally uh, but yeah uh, I've seen the, the screenshot and uh, yeah it's pretty funny hmm. pretty interesting good stuff gold anyway Star Wars Star Wars Star Battlefront, Battlefront. Yeah. got a new map uh-huh. a new map it's a nighttime variant of Hoth <laughs> so they remove some lighting yep alright uh, which uh, five minute job right there isn't it pretty much sums up everything you need to know about uh, the old Star Wars Battlefront uh, it's just I don't know Is would you, would you use the term clusterfuck we added a red moon now it's red. Yeah. Now it's red. Uh, yeah. No. Um, so, yeah. Hoth is, is dark now, I guess. Um, and it's just just the most pointless shit. Uh, there's a lot of other bug fixes and stuff. Uh, still no server browser, but, like, they made a lot of changes. So, uh, they lowered the pre-round timer from 30 seconds to 20 seconds, which... Uh, would be great if anyone was still playing the game. Um, they've changed like ATAT health on on some maps to make it a little bit more balanced. Because let's face it, especially on Endor, got a twenty percent boost on Endor, um, and that's necessary because it was getting fucked up. And so that'd be cool if anyone was still playing it. Um, sure, there's two thousand people playing it at the moment. Wow, PC. Jeez, that's a lot. That's a lot of people worldwide. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Fair enough. My mistake. Um, and yeah, a bunch of changes for maps. Nobody ever plays and uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, it seems like it's pretty much too late for this game. There are more people playing... Don't starve at the moment. <laughs> right. Uh, Undertale. Yeah, okay. Total War Shogun 2. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Stick just, a fork in it. Yeah, there's more people playing Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy no, they, they 14. There should be. That's a, that's a MMO, isn't it? There should be more people playing that. Yeah, uh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not that many more, but there's more people at the moment on Steam anyway playing. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that. Uh, HTC and Valve have priced their VR headset, the Vive, and there's a release date or a date window, at least. Yeah. $799. Boom. Give me your money. Boom. Give me your money, Job. 
I guess I won't be playing VR games for a decade or so. Uh, that's I did the maths, um, rough, you know, sort of napkin maths, and you know how good I am at maths. It was all just adding up stuff, adding to bit of conversion. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, it's going to come to about still no actual Aussie price. Yep, uh, but it's going to come to about fifteen hundred mm-hmm. Aussie dollars uh, to get it. Uh, shipped and that's not that's that's assuming HTC doesn't tack on it's some Australia tax yeah which they probably would so it could wind up being double in Australian dollars what it costs in US dollars it's already pretty fucking close it probably would be close to two grand I'd say because once they put on a tax shipping uh, that sort of stuff it's going to be up there tax and shipping is all included in the thirteen, uh, the fifteen hundred dollar. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if they add on a uh, hundred bucks of Australia tax, then it will be double the US price mm-hmm. already, which is just fucking bananas. Um, it's too much. It's too much. Like it's it's done for me. Like I'm I'm not gonna get unless someone gifts me one. I'm not going to get VR. Yeah, I think a lot of people aren't going to be getting VR. Right, like, I also did the maths on actually creating a computer with the bare minimum specs, and in Australian dollars, you're looking at $1,300. You could probably smash down to $1,200 if you were to really scrimp on, uh, like, um, your motherboard and... Like an SSD or something. Um, no, no it, you're already not using an SSD. You're using a single one terabyte hard drive. Oh. Um, uh, 7,200 RPMs is the fucking bottom of the barrel shit, but you need at least one terabyte. Uh, I can't imagine that you could go for any less. Um, and you've only got four gig of RAM. Uh, you've got a GTX 970, which is a, actually a really good graphics card, but... Uh, it's what they claim is the lowest that you can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could probably, yeah, uh, you could save about 100 watts on your power supply. But uh, in my experience, you want wiggle room on your power supply. So you do not want to save 50 bucks by getting a small, uh, a lot like worse hard a power supply. Yeah. What about your box? Like what if you just put in cardboard? That is totally a possibility yeah. you could just, just lay it on top of your desk. desk or something yeah yeah you could do that um the other concern is that uh yeah um the other concern of mine rather is that the two games that they're giving away at the moment are um one is i don't know you're like you make things for robots and it looks like cooking breakfast uh nope. simulator which looks kind of tedious. Yep. And the other one has you, um, it's uh, the incredible contraption or incredible machine or like that fucking flash game where you like connect things together um, and make like, it's basically a puzzle game where you use like simplistic physics to make move shit around. Yeah. And um, yeah, that uh, like you can actually play it in flash right now if you wanted. Uh, the 2D version uh, so they made a 3D version of that it involves like turning around and moving around your living room a lot mm-hmm. 
uh, and you've got a fucking cord attached to you. Like, this seems like it's begging for trouble. I I will legitimately bet anyone, yep. like, a straight-up real amount of money that there will be a story on Kotaku inside of a week about someone breaking something in their lounge room because they were flailing around on VR. Their TV or something. TV or the- Going through a window. The Vive itself or, yeah, something. They will break something in their house inside of a week. It'll it'll be a story on Kotaku. I fucking guarantee it. I'll bet real fucking money. Like, I'll take out a loan and I'll bet you 10,000 fucking dollars because you know I don't have $10,000 because I'm a fucking games journalist. But like, I'll, I'll bet that <laughs> money. I would still bet that money. I don't have that money and I would bet it. That's how fucking sure I am that this is happening. Because, uh, yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, totally. I'm going to spin around in my fucking living room uh, and... Um. Yeah, put things together. I'm sure this will be fun. I'm sure this won't be dangerous. I'm sure you know Sony just had people standing behind you at all times during their PlayStation VR demos. Uh, you know, for their because they like like making you feel close to someone, not because they were terribly afraid that you were going to fucking trip over some shit. Like the reality is, there's there's two realities to this, right? Either. Either you never notice the cord, and so tripping over it is fucking inevitable. Either the presence for the system is so fucking perfect that you get lost in the world, and so tripping over the cord is inevitable, or you know the cord's there the entire time and they never achieve presence, which is the entire fucking point of the machine. Yeah. If they never achieve presence, then what you've done is you've spent $1,500 so you can strap two fucking monitors to your face. Hmm. Yeah, that like that's basically it. if they never achieve presence, that's what's happening. And I just don't understand how that works. Like, sit down games seem to me like the only fucking option. Mm-hmm. But flight simulators. I'm sure there are a lot well, of creative ways you can have people sitting down in VR. Yeah, where's that Half Life Three? What the fuck? What's going on? Exactly. Yeah, but but yeah, I don't know, man. $1,500 is fucking ridiculous. Uh, if you were to start out from scratch, if you never had a PC or didn't have a PC capable of running the fucking Vive, if you just had a home PC and you wanted to get in, you're looking at $2,800 minimum, bare minimum for a PC that barely works uh, and you wouldn't want to fucking use. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Or shit. Well, Sony's still got theirs to show off, right? Uh, at this point, I'm expecting it to probably cost more than a Tesla. Like, <laughs> you probably get a fucking electric car for cheaper. Do you think it's uh, going to be more than buying a PlayStation, though? Um, at this point, I'd be surprised if it's not more than buying a fucking Bravia TV. Two Bravia TVs, and you strap it to your fucking face. Do you think it's going to be in between? Like, $600. Because what's what was uh, what was the other one? Samsung's was it Samsung? Sorry, uh, Samsung Gear? Facebooks. Oh, Oculus Rift. Oculus, yeah, that was like six ninety nine. Oh, was it? Okay, five ninety nine. One or the other. Yeah. If it's five ninety nine, then it's still yeah, too much. It's still <laughs> way too much. I mean, 
it can't be that yeah 599 translates to about 1100 which is about twice the price of a fucking playstation 4 yeah okay how the fuck how the fuck do you sell that I don't know. I don't know. Call I'm it. Not, I'm not the fucking PlayStation person. Call it the PlayStation U, and pretend like it's a brand new console or something. And then only release first party games for it or something. I don't know. It can crash just like the Wii U. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway. So if you were to buy a PlayStation Four from the states, um, basically. I'm trying to look. They're all fucking pre-owned. Sure. Uh, let me check for the new ones. Brand new. Uh, PlayStation 4 Last of Us Remastered 500 gigabyte bundle for $350. Right. So, so if it's any more than that, you're paying more than a PlayStation. Yep. Which I think is going to be too much for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Someone needs to get in there and undercut someone. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the other thing, right? That is the other thing. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, look, maybe, you know, maybe revolutionary equipment shouldn't be fucking scrimped upon. Maybe people do need to pay a lot for something that's going to change your fucking world, right? I, okay, we'll fucking, like, let's wait and see on whether or not it's going to change our world. I definitely believe in VR and I think it's fucking brilliant, but... Let's wait and see until we've got some fucking games that use it properly before we fucking start calling it a world changer. Uh, B, uh, if they establish a price point now of $1,500, then it's that's basically what we're always going to be looking at. It's always going to wind up being over $1,000. Like, it's basically now, okay, VR is more than $1,000. Unless it gets heavily undercut, that's it. Like, the entry point is $1,000. And, like, oh, but, you know, the price will come down. Yeah, and what they're going to do, right? Do you think HTC, which is a fucking phone manufacturer, doesn't already have a strong sequel uh, plan in place? Next year, we're going to see the Vive 2 or the Vive 2017 or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah, the Vive S. uh, The Vive S2. Um and the year after that, we'll see the next one, right? And so the price will come down. The price on the Vive will come down. But that's not going to matter because the Vive 2 will still be $1,000. And so you'll always be behind on the technology. And people will be like, oh, yeah, but you got to see the next shit. You know, the presence in this one is spectacular. And inevitably, uh, what's gonna, what, what happens with fucking iPads is going to happen with fucking VR. Uh, my iPad 2 can't play most new iPad games hmm. uh, despite you know it being you know full price when it came out uh, but also because Apple stopped supporting that stuff as well yeah of course and like why- they got an end of life on it and like if the presence and the you know required frame rates and the pixel density etc cetera, etc cetera, are so high inevitably four years down the track then why would they continue to support the old stuff? Shit, why would HTC support the old shit no matter what? They've got no reason to. Like, it's better if they don't support it. It's better if you have to buy the new shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe so. Maybe it is inevitably going to drop in price. Maybe 
Maybe VR is the DVD of this generation. Or maybe it's the fucking television. And televisions still... Top-of-the-line televisions are still hella expensive. They never really dropped in price. No, it's because it's curved. Of course. You don't have a curved screen. No, I wish I, I had a curved screen. Why? I don't understand. Why? Why curved? Oh, you know... They always that's... say some bullshit. Oh, it's because your eyes are fucking curved. Yeah, yeah your eyes off. are curved. Come on. Get fucked. Focus up. I would think, rather... Think with your eyes. High de- definition, fast refresh rates or some bullshit. I don't know. Give me something better. I don't know. Rather than it's fucking curved. What about yeah. if it's 3D? No, my TV's got 3D. Do you use it? No, never used it. Cool. No, I lie. We watched something in 3D. Oh. Oh, Dread. We watched oh, Dread yeah. in 3D. It's the only thing I've ever watched in 3D at home. Was it revolutionary? No. It was... Cool. Because I saw it at the movies, so... Of course. But All right, let's do some emails. Let's do emails. Uh, the GA podcast at gmail.com. That is it. Uh, Cameron writes in. Cameron is now... He's, like, emailing every week. It's really good. Uh, hey, Gap Crew. Following up on last week, Ultimate Spider-Man let you play as both Spider-Man and Venom. And the missions included getting into a bar fight with Wolverine. Good fun in an interesting open world. So, can cop that, Luke. Yeah, fucking Spider-Man hater. Had Venom. I don't remember this one. I mustn't have played it. It sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. I probably dismissed it out of hand because I'm like, there's no way it's better than Spider-Man 2. Um, anyway, this week I've been using a game called Influence to learn some Spanish. And although the gameplay is really simple, it's doing its job. Uh, come on. What's your Spanish? Tell, say some Spanish, Luke. I don't, I don't know any Spanish. Um, uh, Donde esta la biblioteca? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, me amo Job. Is uh, that your name is Job? My, my, my name is, yes. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I can speak Spanish. Uh, C. Nailed it. C. Um, I'll take an A. Uh, how do you guys feel about games attempting to teach from languages to guitar with Rocksmith and anything else in between? And have you guys had any success with it? Have you learned anything from a video game, Luke? Mm, never. Never? Never at all? Well, like, you know, we have. Nothing not pertaining to the game itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Like, I guess in in school they used to make you do, like, was it Mavis Beacon or something like that? Where they would make you type uh, and things would happen. Typing the Dead. Was that what it's called? Uh, that was basically House of the Dead, but you'd type and uh, that's how you killed the zombies and it got pretty fucking hectic. Uh, that was one game that actually kind of helped me learn to type faster. Uh, I was already pretty fast at typing, but it actually pushed my words per minute even even higher still. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've learned anything from a game since school. I know I played educational games in school. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure 95% of all geography knowledge I have today is direct from where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no basis for geography outside of that game. Um, so it's, so all of my geography knowledge is 
roughly 25 years out of date, but uh, still, I did learn something. No, I actually think I think games are a spectacular tool for teaching people shit. Yeah, and just in general. Yeah. Like general stuff, but not like, oh, I use this game to learn how to draw. Right. But if, if you're talking like a, bro- a broad scope, then yes, everything does. I, I think something like language or uh, or like guitar is such a fascinating like a fascinating use of gaming to learn because uh they're they're generally things that you need to learn like what you're learning are rules and then your the way you're learning it is by by rote by repetition and so the like a game using using game uh, mechanics yeah. to uh, to teach you a the rules and then b getting you to practice those rules through mechanics is what are you doing? Uh, I was getting comfortable. Okay, um, <laughs> I think I think it's a genius genius use of of games to yeah to teach. Which uh, yeah, so I think language. I mean, I think we've been t- using language as a substitute. Uh, in terms of puzzles for ages you know like the the concept of thinking with portals and like learning the portal language and then learning Talos principles language and then learning the witnesses language like it's a it's a common thread and uh, so I think you do you do wind up thinking in that manner and the other thing is that like you can't be truly proficient in any of those puzzle games uh, you can't be fluent in their language until you stop thinking about those rules as rules that you need to follow and just start thinking in that language. Yeah. And that's when you become really good at solving the puzzles and shit. And so I think language, like language in particular, is, is probably really uh, suited to video games. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a fantastic idea. I think uh, for me, the biggest thing would be like sports games um, and learning right. how basically the rules. Like I grew yep. up playing Madden yep. uh, and not having watched any football, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> but still knowing like or learning all the rules, well, like kind of how that just through the game. Uh, and you could say like maybe a similar thing. I don't know, but uh, like basketball or um, UFC or soccer. Yeah, I guess soccer for me would be one as well. Like, I, I grew up on FIFA um, and didn't mm-hmm. watch any fucking soccer. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, no, I I, I learned Madden. Um, I knew all the rules of Madden before it was a study unit in high school. Uh, or gridiron-wise. Uh, gridiron was not Madden. We didn't sit around playing Madden. That would have been a good class, though. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I learned a lot of, like, a lot of rules that I didn't really have a good understanding for of from watching basketball from playing basketball games you still don't have a good understanding of something <laughs> like what Luke well that's a foul that's a foul uh, it is a fucking that. foul probably you're probably thinking of the fucking Dennis Rodman days when fucking everyone's allowed to fucking throw <laughs> the people's elbow fucking everywhere like you're like oh yeah no that wasn't a foul the good old just, days that's just like that's just how Brock Lesnar plays basketball okay <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, 
So yeah, no, I think sports is another good example. Once again, we're talking about rules and learning by repetition. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Good question. Good question, senor. Is that his name, senor? Oh, that's fucking Spanish. Far out. <laughs> How bad are you at Spanish? I don't know any Spanish. How quick did I pick it up, though? I don't know. Are you using Google Translator or something like that? Is that what's okay. happening over here? No. I've watched uh, TV shows set in LA, and everyone has to be able to speak Spanish. Uh, in LA, is that true? Espanol. Espanol. That's that's ESPN in Spanish? Yes, it is. Yes. Yep. You have to be able to speak Spanish to watch Espanol. Yeah, I know this stuff. See, I'm getting there. Yep. Totally. Anyway, uh, we've got another comment on Facebook. Yes. Oh, this is the one I wrote, right? Uh, This is in spoiler territory for um, The Witness. You wrote it. No, I didn't write it, but I wrote down. Adam wrote it. I wrote down that this was a thing. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, facebook.com slash the GA podcast. So uh, you can contact us anywhere. Multiple ways. What's your phone number, Joe? No. People- <laughs> no. Because okay. no, my phone number is my fucking Wi Fi password. Oh. So everyone who then. Whoa, now everybody that knows your mobile number knows your Wi Fi password. That's on purpose, isn't it? All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, you read it out. I don't have it open. <laughs> Adam writes, hey, guys, some spoilers for The Witness Ahead. Actually, he's got a really good point. There are a lot of spoilers for The Witness Ahead. So uh, if you haven't finished The Witness and you don't want it spoiled to fuck, then don't listen. Because this is the ending. This is the ending. Basically. It's straight up the ending. So uh, stop listening to the show. Thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Um, yeah. Uh, next week's going to be fucking amazing, by the way. Uh, some really awesome shit to talk about. Uh, but yeah. You've been so, warned. You've been warned. Uh, so, I've been waiting to hear your thoughts on the ending of The Witness. Heh <laughs> Personally, after such a huge slog for my wife and I to get through so many tough puzzles, I was looking forward to at least learning a bit about the poor people who were turned to stone or what the point of the island was. I'm sure we all noticed a few bits and pieces alluding to the construction of the place, but I was looking forward to an overall resolution, an aha moment of clarity that explained why we'd invested so much time into this game. Instead, Willy Wonka's lift at the end takes you on a journey to fly past each puzzle area and bit by bit resets the puzzles, your hard work, before your eyes. Finally, you land back at the start and and are treated to a nice... The end. How wonderfully rewarding. Troll of the year, perhaps? I also, I suppose, I also unlocked the extra credits section with the weird budget video straight after, but that too left me bemused, but slightly happier that there wasn't just a, if slightly happier, that there wasn't just a, the end. When you guys last spoke about the game, Luke was alluding to some extra stuff that Joe had yet to discover. I wonder if he ended up noticing it. I'm talking about the lines, or as my missus likes to call them, the sparklies, for the way they light up, which are hidden in plain sight all over the, the island. We thought they were a cool extra part of the game. When I first discovered it, I was at least 20 hours in, and it was a head spin that such a big part of the game went unnoticed by us for so long. 
In fact, my wife lost all interest in the main puzzles at that point and had a ball just looking for these sparklies. Overall, we enjoyed the game, strange as it was at times. The candle video takes the cake. Yes, it fucking does. But that ending, sheesh. Anywho, I'm a relatively new listener to the podcast and I really enjoy it. Keep up the good work, guys. Adam. Um, so. Yeah. Did you finish it? No. You, oh, all right. So you know the ending now. I already knew it. At, uh, at Nathan's birthday party on the weekend, uh, I sat down with uh, Dean, Dirty Dean. Oh, that's right. I was there as well. You were there. We talked about it. Yes. Yes. Uh, straight up spoiled the ending. Yeah. And Dean's theory is that the entire game is meant to be about nothing. Yeah. That's what is. That's what he was episode. driving. That's what he was driving at, right? Like it was supposed to be that you're just supposed to, like, you should feel happy with being able to, like, solve puzzles for the sake of solving puzzles or some shit, right? That it's just a, a puzzle game. Yeah, that it is just that. That is what it is. There's no deeper meaning. Uh, it's just a puzzle game. All right, that's his theory. I don't agree with that. He was. He says this because uh, Jonathan Blow was so mad that people, you know, read so far into Braid, and they they can't like any. So he can't handle it anymore. Well, don't put weird shit in your game. Oh, like the fucking candle video. Like the candle video. What the fuck? Hey, so speaking of the sparklies, yeah, yeah, I noticed them. Okay. When I noticed them very fucking early. Uh, I went up to the top of the one of the buildings in the town. Yeah. And I saw like a thing and I'm like, hey, it looks like a line. And I'm like, oh, it does connect. Oh, snap. I just made a thing. So uh, that if, if that's, if is that the cool extra part you were talking about? Yeah, the extra puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, I discovered them fucking, it added nothing. It added nothing to the experience. You're crazy. You are crazy. What does it add? Oh, the entire world is a puzzle. That's Fuck. right. And it's a puzzle. It's all uh, a puzzle. Is, is that it? Is that the fucking secret meaning of this game, Luke? Yes. You are the puzzle. I uh, I first noticed it at the desert area um, with that weird, like, temple thing. Yep. Uh, it's got the sun, like, the sun kind of beating down on the, uh, those circle. Yep. They're, uh, I don't know. They're, like, embedded into the, the walls and that sort of thing. Yep. Uh, I was just randomly clicking. Like, w- this has got to do something, right? It's all. It looks like a lion, and then it fucking lit up and exploded. And I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. All right. Fair enough. My favorite is the one around the edges of the uh, lab or the greenhouse or whatever you call it. The color room. Didn't find any of that. <laughs> when you're when you're on a boat traveling around the edges of that area, mm-hmm. there's one that like wraps all around the fucking mountain. Yeah. Uh, that you can like sort of trace, hmm. um, but yeah, I, don't, I th- thought that stuff was really cool. Like it, it adds a weird little extra bit in there. Yep. Um, but yeah, the ending I thought was not very good. Um, I, I was kind of in the same thing. Like I wanted it, I wanted it to be something. Yeah. Um, but with it just kind of taking you back to the start, I was like, oh, really? Okay. Um, and then that extra video, uh, I did watch that as well, but it's like it doesn't it's another one of those like weird things that's in there but do- doesn't get explained right um it's kind of just like something there to for people to think about and you make your own interpretation of it 
and I don't think we'll ever find out what it means. Um, like, I guess talking points to make it seem like there's something there, but it's not. Because people yeah. will keep digging. Like, there's, there's, uh, Jonathan Blow has been on his Twitter page being like, hey, people are looking, yeah, as we said before, too much into it. There's only so many puzzles in there. There's nothing. Because people were wondering what, like, the, the windmill, there was something more to the windmill, but he was like, no, no, it's just, uh, that was something we had in there at one stage and we took it out and we forgot to turn this other thing off and that's why it does this. And people cool. were like, oh, okay. Game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Game of the year. I, I still liked it for the puzzle aspect though. Um, people are talking about how Jonathan Blow wants to create this game that people will be talking about a decade from now or two decades from now. When's that coming up? No, no, people like people will be talking about the witness. Ah, no, that's one. the game he was trying to talk, make. He wants to make something that's timeless. He wants to make true art. People will still be talking about Dark Souls in two decades. Yeah, because that game is fucking art. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about art. What? Let's talk about art, Job. Okay. Art. Art. No, let's not. All right. Is that it? Did That's you have it. anything else to put on there? Thanks, Adam, for the email, uh, or message. Thank you for the, uh, yeah, for the message. It was, uh, it was a good one. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I like, I like, it doesn't have to be a question. You don't have to ask us a question. Don't have to ask a question. Tell us a story. Tell us your, your stories. Yep. Yes. And you can hear me read it out because apparently Luke can't fucking find it. I've also had a lot of Jack Daniels. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Cool. I can't see. You know what? It's oh, like. I can't see. Um, yeah. So uh, that's about it for this this week. Um, we will be doing our podcast on time next week because I'm going away. Yes. Where are you going? Uh, to Cairns, to Far North oh, Queensland. That's right. You told me this. Yes, yeah. I did. You are drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was so thinking you're going on a media trip or something. It's like, no. oh, what is he going to go see? Uh, no, I've got a couple coming up later in a couple. of months or maybe in a month and a bit um but yes nothing immediate um yeah cool uh, all right well you can find us yeah don't forget to email us at gapodcast at gmail.com we're on facebook at facebook.com slash gapodcast we're on itunes android windows store under the gap or the gapodcast where you can rate and review us as well uh i think that's where probably adam found us one of those yep uh, which is good cool or you can find us on twitter.com slash gapodcast our website, which is gapodcast.com, and uh, that's it. We were going to do a giveaway as well, weren't we? Yes. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't uh, think of a question though. Um, I'm no, going to wing it. I did. I, I am going to wing it. So what I want is uh, 25 words or less. Yes. Okay. What What we need is the usual. Uh, we got one more fantastic uh, rig 500. Headset to give away, courtesy of uh, Plantronics Gaming. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to give away that. To win it, uh, our last one, you need to write in 25 words or less. Let's make it 50 words or less. Uh, a a game that should be converted to Lego. Not a Lego game, but it should be converted to Lego. Uh, so you can build little bricks. And don't say fucking Minecraft. Actually, don't say any any of the ones that already exist. Mm-hmm. And why? You need to tell us and why. And why? And yes, and of course, get creative. The most creative answer will win. 
the yeah. one that makes us amused the most. Where'd you get Lego from? Uh, I saw a Lego on. Uh, I've got a little Lego shark on my monitor. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, Legos. Uh, but yeah, so like a, a franchise, and it can't be Batman, unfortunately, because there's already Batman Lego. Uh, but yeah, a franchise that would translate awesome to Lego. All right. Cool. Okay. Do that, or you can um, make sure you follow our Twitter page. Yes. Uh, and you can send You've us. You've got to follow it, yeah, us on Twitter as well, and tell us your Twitter handle. Tw- tell us your Twitter handle when you either email us, or uh, you can Facebook message us that as well. Um, uh, you can't put it on Twitter though because I don't think that'll fit 50 right. words or less unless you're really good then you can have a crack but otherwise I'll try one of the other methods mm. uh, do that alright and that's it for this week uh, next week big show yep um, yep. yep not not a lot of games but a big show uh, it's going to be huge uh, we might try and get Jungie Jung on as well to not talk about Heroes of the Storm yeah um, but yeah, uh, at, so it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a huge show and go to redbull.com, uh, Red Bull games and check out, I've been writing a, a bunch about esports, um, uh, which is going pretty well. I wrote some stuff about street fighter and smites and I'll have some stuff about, uh, the chiefs, league of legends and CSGO team and yeah, should be some kick-ass shit. Uh, oh, and the other thing is, uh, if you don't, if you're not already, uh, if you don't already get Game Informer, you should 100% get the next Game Informer. What's in it? Uh, me. Doing what? I can't talk about it, but it's gonna be fucking. <laughs> can we not great. just say what it is? Yeah, we can say it. it's Dark Souls Three. It's a Dark <laughs> Souls Three preview, but it's like, like this, this preview, right? It's gonna be like when. Uh, when Eminem was on Jay-Z's album and he just like destroyed Jay-Z. Yeah. That's what this this preview is going to be like. It's going to like fucking, it's going to be like, holy shit, Game Informer is so good. But this preview is fucking spectacular. No, it's a really good preview. If I do say so myself. Yeah. And I do. All right. So next and- week, Dark Souls 3, we'll be talking about that. We've played a, a bit of it. Yes. Um, and yeah, we'll try and get Jung on. We will. The Dark hey. Souls master. We'll try and make sure he doesn't. Or maybe we can't. Spoil shit. <laughs> maybe. No, he knows. He knows his limits. Oh, he knows his limits. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Yes. Uh, let's do that. Wunderbar. Boom. All right. We'll be back next week. Do it again. Okay. New time though. Same bat channel. Time.